I V M I V M Hey everyone this is your daily dose of everything that's happening in the world of NBA I am Monish and joining me as he does always is Nishant and you're listening to The Airball Diaries We had a bunch of good games today. In fact, a lot of them. The Sixers and Hornets played out an overtime thriller. The Warriors beat the Orlando Magic. Steph Curry went off with seven threes, but Andrew Wiggins beat him. He got eight out of ten from three. That was great. The Suns uh, went back to their winning ways, and the Miami Heat continued to lose. They lost four of the last five. A bunch of stuff to talk about today. Let's get going. Whether you're an established sports person or a budding one, or simply a sports enthusiast, join us, Tanvi and Shlok. We are two passionate pro badminton players talking policy, mindset and everything sport. So tune in to the Millennial Athlete every Monday only on the IVM Podcast Network. Trust us, it's going to be lit. We'll start off with the Miami Heat. Uh, they lost today. The Memphis Grizzlies winning the fifth consecutive game and yet another game in which they never trailed. They led from right from start to the end. Five games in a row now. They lost 105 to 90 and uh It was a pretty comfortable win in the end without the star players. Jamoran still no jar, yeah. And the Grizzlies are still rocking and rolling while the Miami Heat are stress trending downwards. They lost four in the last five. They lost to the Grizzlies today. They lost to the Bucks the other day. They lost to Nuggets. They lost to Timberwolves and they lost to Wizards. Uh, in the last seven games, the only wins have been against Chicago, surprisingly, and they beat the Detroit Pistons, which even OKC beat today. So nothing much to talk about. Well, <laughs> well. At the start of the season, I put Miami in the top tier, if you remember, along with Brooklyn and the Milwaukee Bucks, and it seems like I was terribly wrong because you were right. I'll give that to you. <laughs> This team looks like it's going nowhere. I thought the acquisition of Kyle Lowry was a big one, and I thought that he would influence the team so much that it could be a real threat. I didn't expect them to top the regular season, but I thought come playoffs, this team is a fighting team, right? When you have Bam and Butler and Kyle Lowry all in one team, that's a team that nobody wants to face. still that that might still be the case but this is slightly an improvement over last season's miami heat butler's injured bam is sure. injured and that shows their results but this is nowhere near the team that would be contending for a championship or even come close to it even <laughs> what do you think at all yeah no i i right told you i told you this team so done they're so old all the young ones are so inconsistent the old ones are good but they're old it's just this team was they peaked in that bubble um playoff season and that's about it uh, i for a while i was afraid not that i would be wrong about the heat i thought eventually eventually the dust would settle maybe they make the playoffs maybe they don't but you're not going to see anything special from them at at best they'll probably crash out in in another round one exit um where i was afraid that i might be woefully wrong in fact was was actually about kyle lowry because when they made that trade i'm like why but why miami because i'm like kyle lowry is probably the last chance he'll have in his career to maybe go get another ring there are better options uh why miami of all places not that miami can never win a ring but currently the way they built right now uh by adding lowry they're not going anywhere i didn't think that would really elevate them for a brief while i was afraid maybe i'd be wrong about that i knew the team ultimately would be meh this season mm-hmm. i thought lowry okay here something maybe they've up- upgraded dragic to a slightly better conditioned dragic right. uh, which he is but you know there's only so much of an impact that either lowry or dragic can have on a team like this 
this team is still overly reliant on butler and bam whenever those two play they, they look wow when those two are on the court yep. for a while but even that was just all great wasn't really cohesive team play it was great and then here and there people popping off like tyler hero or whatever right they were old fashioned 90s team isn't yeah, like exactly. point mid range madness exactly so it's tough it's tough to i mean we've seen it can work uh, look at middleton eventually he did build a three point game but largely his comfort zone is still the mid range uh look at derozan isn't derozan topping the league in points or, or somewhere up yes, there yes and yes and uh, mid range almost exclusively right so it can be done kawhi leonard for instance but for a whole team to play like that is a whole another exactly derozan plays alongside lavin who can go off from three it's not the same so yeah alonso is now developed a three at least a set shot if not off the dribble right so right. so with miami then the whole thing was dependent on uh a, a few key things right one bam needs to be fit because he's the rock both ends mm-hmm. of the floor Jimmy Butler is the absolute talisman without him nothing happens right uh, which is a precarious position to be in because he is getting older fitness will catch up and and so on but the biggest kicker the biggest difference maker for the heat was supposed to be the splash brothers light version of of Tyler Hero <laughs> and and Duncan Robinson and the great of uh, Kendrick Nunn Nunn's right. gone mm-hmm. uh Duncan Robinson might as well be gone Well, they just season. offered him a new contract right the yeah, highest paid non drafted player oh my god <laughs> kind of justifying why he was non drafted in the first i think it's a slump by shooters like that don't go missing for long but i'm saying everything that can go wrong is going wrong it's murphy's law out there right? all the key right. players are getting injured uh, all the older players are getting older <laughs> well surprise and the younger players that are supposed to pick up the mantle they they, they suck uh, cu- currently at least mm-hmm. so Mm-hmm. it's bad it'll get better from here i don't think that this bad also as as much as we're seeing them on the on the floor right now uh, mm-hmm. but but yeah this team is not going anywhere Are i think they need a shake team for you absolutely not as a top 6 team uh, maybe maybe it's a stretch let's look at the standing i don't even know where the heat are i've given up on them so bad they still they're still there in the top 6 for sure but mm, i was looking at i, I watched the last few of the games mm. and uh, without bam without butler yeah, and i don't miss Tyler Hero missed one game as well, and I'm looking at the floor, and I'm I see Kyle Lowry, I recognize him. I see yeah, Duncan Robinson, I recognize him, but not a shooting because he's averaging ten points a season. Yeah. And the rest of the others, who are these guys? Max Trues, Gabe Vincent, Deadman. Deadman. I've barely heard of these names. Forget watching a game with them. So who, who is uh, Okpala? Can anyone tell me who the hell Okpala is? <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, I, I guess it's, it's I guess bizarre. I can I'll use this episode to come out and say that I was wrong I overvalued the heat at the start and that was a bad bad take at the start of the season Oh for sure but you're saying top 6 maybe you're saying okay top 6 might be a realistic stance to take who's True. who's stopping them uh, nets for sure bulls for sure bucks, uh, bucks for, sure. for sure three yep, right those three are confirmed uh, yeah uh, I think the hawks will come there for sure I think so too. I think the Hawks will get up there. Hornets, uh, mm-hmm. I think, is a wait and see right now. They're exciting, but uh, yeah, I, top six. I don't know. I would actually put the Celtics up there. They've kind of found their form. I think they have the experience, not the experience. I don't know. They have the players to pull them through. I guess. I would much rather trust the Heat than the Celtics, honestly. Because the Heat when and the Celtics were the remaining two teams. <laughs> I know. So, uh, so how many did we do? We did four, right? So there are two teams yes. left to round out the top six. Let's say Celtics mm-hmm. finish somewhere in the top six, right? Mm-hmm. Now the question is one among Philly, Charlotte, oh, Cleveland. Philly. Can they? Yeah, yeah. Can they top the Heat? I think they. I think Philly can. I don't know. Charlotte. I think it's. I'm still. It's a. It's a wait and watch game for me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because a lot of close games can can go either way there's there's still not there's not there's not a lot of finesse in that team there's right. a lot of excitement and there's energy and and skill and all that but there's not a lot of experience on closing out games um you know the best of the yeah. best teams right that yep. the killer game in the third quarter it never gets to the end of the fourth quarter right. those right. things i think it remains to be built in this team you so, could say that they struggle too much to get even a win like they win but they struggle right. correct, they struggle correct, is correct. too much it's never a lot. win yeah, yeah yeah it costs a lot each win so um on it's i'm not sold on them but there you go so if i if i put uh so basically what we're saying is Celtics will overtake them 76ers will overtake them and Hawks will overtake them that's three teams that puts them yep. out of the top 6 yeah, i think that's realistic all right so another disappointing season for miami then hey everybody it's been another great week on the ivm podcast network in the kickoff episode of think fast our host varun dukirala and suchita salman give you their hot takes on all things trending whether it's the paytm ipo fallout taylor swift's re-releases or the latest season of shark tank india do check it out On Misconduct, Raghavi and Nisha take us through the story of Santokh bin Jadeja, a.k.a. the godmother of Porbandar. At her peak in the 80s and 90s, her gang had over 500 registered criminal cases. Are social networks just content moderating platforms or are they true blue publishers? Dive deeper into this debate with Siddharth on Smarter with Sid. On Marathi Kirkitun, Dr. Rajiv and Manik Deshmukh talk about differently able people who emerged as achievers. And speaking of Varun Dugirala, this week on Advertising is Dead. He is joined by content creator and gamer Myth Path. They discuss his journey as a creator and the experience that came from it. Do follow us on social media. We're IVM Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And remember, if you're enjoying this show or any of our other shows for that matter, please do tell a friend. And finally, do remember that many of our shows are available on YouTube. You can check that out by going to our website, IVM Podcast. The other team I want to talk about is the other uh, team that we discussed, the Sixers. And I watched the game today, the Hornets and the Sixers. That's mm. pretty thrilling contest. It went into overtime. The Hornets have played too many overtime games this season, I remember. Yeah. Uh, Joel Embiid though peak of his powers another 40 point game uh, even the other day against Atlanta he was the one who willed them to win uh, against the Atlanta Hawks uh, it's not an easy game now Embiid is averaging 22 points which is kind of low for him because last season he was averaging over 28 points the Sixers this year, this season are 10 and 4 with Embiid 3 and 7 without Embiid <laughs> and that clearly shows how much they depend on Embiid right yeah. he is definitely one of the top 10 players in the league i mean no question about that Sure. Now, him with another superstar with him or side star, a second player who can actually support him. I think the Philly can, uh, Philly Sixers can be real contenders. Ben Simmons was not that guy. We saw that crash and burn multiple times. Now, let's forget Damian Lillard and Portland Trailblazers because we spoke about them enough. Uh, let's say that trade is not happening. Who do you think the Sixers can add to? Uh, <coughs> Add to improve this uh, team alongside Joel Embiid because Joel Embiid can definitely go out and be on a winning team. I really think so. He yeah. can bully. He can he can bully the defenders in the paint. He can shoot sure. from three. He can defend really well. He can take on the best uh, player in the opposition. He's one of those guys who can even put Giannis to stop probably. I mean, at least restrict him. I wouldn't okay. say stop, but at least restrict him. He could yeah. restrict him too, and it would take so much effort from Giannis to. Get those That's true. Yeah, it'll cost a lot. Yeah, sure. Right. So it's not an easy matchup against Embiid. One of those guys who can do that. Yeah. Now the Sixers should be capitalizing on his prime because Embiid is not getting any younger. Uh, he's already very injury prone. You never know when his knee yeah. will give away or his elbow will fall off. I don't know yeah. what happened next to him week. On the time. Yeah. <laughs> right. So <laughs> they really need to capitalize on this prime. And 
assuming that the Portland Trailblazers are not willing to let go of McCollum or Dame Lillard, just given how Portland Trailblazers are, who else do you think can the Sixers add to capitalize on this? How many years are we going to say he's in his prime and they need to capitalize on his prime? I feel like his prime will be long gone by the time <laughs> we realize the Sixers are not doing anything about this. The reason this I is... ask you now that is because they have Ben Simmons whom they can trade. They can, well, they will not get the value that they had over the summer, yeah. but they still have. Ben Simmons still has some kind of value. One of the best defenders in the league, uh, defensive player of the year candidate, no, perennially from the last no, few I think, years. I think with the Simmons thing, it's bigger than just trading him. Where mm-hmm. what are you losing? Essentially, it's opportunity loss because he was a draft pick. It's not someone you gave up assets to bring. Right. So at the end of the day, you created value out of nothing, and and now you're just talking about. Well, it getting, was part get, of the process. So. Yeah, exactly. So 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 it seems to be that Embiid is a part of the process. Like his entire career is <laughs> going to be a part of the process. It's just um, look with with Simmons. It's weird. We spent all of yesterday talking about how Portland should make the Simmons for Lillard trade happen, and then Lillard comes out after we release our episode and says, "I want Simmons to come here." <laughs> I'll tell you, it was incredibly stupid of Lillard because I think he unintentionally just increased Simmons' value. Now that Sixers oh, yeah. know that Portland want him, they would yeah. just play hardball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. So, um, so for me, let's put Portland out of the equation, unless because Sixers right now, if they trade, uh, they should trade for someone that puts them a lot closer to the title than say a CJ McCollum plus whatever picks Portland right. can give. Uh, right. Because there is a larger issue at play, and I'm sure other owners would have reached out to the Sixers ownership here and say. If they cave here to Ben Simmons, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. sets a precedent at whatever trade value. They've already had the whole Harden fiasco last season. Right. Players are getting more and more powerful. I can't see the rich white men of the NBA being very happy about this. Um, so th- there is a bigger piece at play here. But but let's look at are we doing fantasy options or realistic options? I, I, you know what? If they could get anyone... Uh, mm-hmm. Lamelo wouldn't be a bad piece to to get. Oh they no, could... something realistic <laughs> that the other team would be willing to trade as well. <laughs> well yeah, I'll I give think... you three options. I mean, uh, is Kyrie Irving a realistic option given that he's not playing sure. in New York anymore? He's uh, not going to play in Philly either. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ben Simmons is not playing either, so it's a like for like trade. Yeah, exactly. No, no, because with Kyrie, Kyrie is the next level. Ben Simmons lowered his trade value by sitting out and being unruly and uh, right. sheer lack of discipline and, and obedience. Um, Kyrie has just flat out said, you trade me, I'll retire. What, what GM in the world is going to take a chance with that? <laughs> okay, that rules out Kyrie then. Yeah. I have uh, two other names for you. How how does Bradley Beal on the Sixers sound? Sounds great. They're not going to win shit. <laughs> Beal is way overrated, man. He's a very, very good player. Uh, maybe even a DeRozan type scorer. Uh, DeRozan, I'm talking DeRozan, prime DeRozan, like Toronto mm-hmm. Raptors in the conference finals, DeRozan. Right. What doesn't different like the Rosen can uh, Philly Philly are about to pass on a DPOY candidate uh, to get Beal? Eh, it no. puts too many holes in their armor. It's just it just doesn't work. Okay, let's forget one player. Let's let let us go with a couple of players that they might sure. get. And I'm looking at teams that are struggling. That's not really working out for them. And maybe they could get some some second level, third level stars for Benson. And I'm looking at the Indiana Pacers because that's a team filled with could be stars. Brogdon, Levert, Sabonis, yeah. Turner, all of these should be on a winning team, but they're not a winning team. And th- yeah. this has been the case for now, three years now. Uh, this team has been playing together and they're not really even making the playoffs, right? Yeah. And uh, something doesn't seem to be working there. And I'm thinking, say something like the likes of get in Brogdon and Levert for Ben Simmons. 
do you think that will work because brogdon is a really good b- ball handler uh he can defend a bit he can score he can share the load of scoring with uh, joel embiid okay. do you think that would work okay out? Uh, would that team beat the bucks nope uh, <laughs> would that team beat the nets nope <laughs> if the celtics get even slightly stronger can they take these guys to seven games and it becomes tied yeah hawks yep <laughs> So I don't know. It's going to cost a lot now to win in the I don't know why I'm saying it's going to cost a lot today. It'll take a lot to beat uh, everyone else in the East and top the East, which is step one to getting the chip. And I don't think Brogdon and any other uh, pacer would cut it. Not Levert, not McConnell, Lamb, whatever, whoever you bring in from there. Not even to go three of those players. It'll make a good squad. It'll make an interesting squad. They'll just become the pacers that can win that uh, games and, and mm-hmm. make it to a good player spot. That's maybe home court advantage. That's about it. I don't see them uh, you know, achieving achieving anything big with that. I think what what they should be looking at is somebody that can play, make, and score. Uh, right. Because they lack both at that position mm-hmm. right now. Like Maxi, all these guys are good. But essentially what Simmons was before he started freezing on, on the shooting end was an elite flank defender come defends one through four at least mm-hmm. uh, a great above average playmaker yeah. well above average uh, and can go off and score but limited range sort of like Westbrook yeah. but even worse on shooting uh, that's what they're giving up so then what they're getting should be somewhere in that mold because otherwise who's running that offense that's another problem with Beal he's going to score okay who's running that offense you put yeah. the ball in Maxi's hands the keys to the franchise I don't know I don't know so so they need somebody along the lines of a tree. I'm not saying Trey Young, but somebody in that mm-hmm. mold of like a Trey Young or a, mm-hmm. uh, and and it really is going to take that level of a star because look around you, look at the Bucks law and how loaded they are. Look at the Nets. Look at where yeah. Yeah. the Hawks are going uh, and the Celtics. If Brown and Tatum both both go off, it, that's what it takes. Any any team worth anything today has a minimum of two upper crust elite superstars, uh, and even if one of them's out, they're out. Yeah. Barring the Warriors, right? They're, they're out. Like yeah. the Clippers, boom, gone. Lakers, boom. Two, two of their superstars of uh, their three are present. They still, they still suck. <laughs> That's the level at which the NBA runs today. So I don't know. It's, it's a fascinating question. I think Lillard was the most obvious answer, which is why it picked up so much uh, right. speed because because of his situation plus what he brings to the table. Even if he doesn't play, make which he can, by the way, but he doesn't mm-hmm. need to because him on any given night is good for forty or fifty. To win yep. games. So was yep. Embiid. I mean, Embiid did this uh, 40-something points today on 75% shooting, like 12 or 14 from the line, 15 rebounds, 7 assists, near triple-double. What more do you want from the guy, right? He did everything. Right. Uh, that is the one thing that worked for me. It'd be a real stretch to to, to see what uh, what would even come close. I think the, the remaining options are really fantasy traits because mm-hmm. they are locked on to Embiid. Which means yep. then yep. you you can only really get a backcourt guy. Uh, uh, or if you get a talented wing, then maybe you'll have to move uh, Tobias Harris and not right. just Ben Simmons. So, right. kind of in a bit of a tough spot. Harris I think he logged on to Tobias Harris as well because he's, That's the he's someone who can go off. You don't want to risk that losing that, right? Yeah, so. yeah, and it's a tough contract to move. It's not a very... Yep. Uh, yep. Currently, it's not a very easy contract to move. And sure, I mean, Tobias to, to Harris is okay. So that's their problem because they're locked on the three and five. Uh, there's not really a lot of four superstars that will gel well with this three and five. You really right. need a guard that can go off and that can run the offense. That's the problem. Most of them are locked. Lucas locked. Trey is locked. 
Lamelo as well. Would they have to have someone like Chris Paul on this team? Yeah, brings the experience, the... brings the playmaking skills, I'd, brings I'd everything that you want. I'd buy that. Chris Paul with a couple of shooters uh, on this team, I'd, I'd say a championship potential. I'd yeah. genuinely buy that because for me, Embiid is is sort of like a book of probably even better at at uh, influencing wins at, at this point, right. just because on right. both ends of the floor. Yep. Uh, so then, what do you have to do? You just basically need to get the win value of an of an Aiton and a Bridges. That you can do. That in this league you can do. So that would probably be their best case scenario. But like I said, all these guys are locked. There's really no of course available. Yeah, no way Chris Paul is leaving Phoenix after that run last year. Absolutely not. He'll probably end his career there. So it's a it's a tough beat. It's a tough beat for them unless they can find a way to move. So I don't think there's any obvious answer this season. Sadly for them, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think this will have to happen in the off season. There are a few players becoming free agents. Right. Uh, either they'll have to take a punt on some injury prone guy. Um, or selvesbrook uh, sure sure uh, <laughs> why not why not no i don't think the, he's a slightly better than seven so i don't think we need uh, no i'm kidding he's great but I, i don't see a fit with 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 embida i just don't think that will work i think that dream scenario is to sell the house for for lamelo or one of these guys and and make it work I don't Sadly. think michael jordan's letting go of lamelo anytime yeah. soon yeah that's the he's problem got, they're all locked but a franchise All the good guys are locked. Trey is locked. Lucas locked. Lamelo is locked. Nobody letting anyone go. I don't think Bulls will let Lonzo go at this point. So yeah. who do you have really? There's really there's a dart of good playmakers that can also score. There's too many guards that can score but don't give a damn on defense. Yeah. Uh, the other part is tough, and that goes against uh, the makeup of the Sixers, who largely rely on two-way hustle and and that sort right. of thing. Even Seth Curry has to come in and. Uh, yep. and you know contribute on the defensive end that's that's really the problem in philly that grit and grind culture and the fact that they locked on to a wing and a big uh, restricts their options of who they can bring in unless they really want to shake things up all right so that was the sixers we'll see how they fare uh, i'm i'm kind of bullish on the sixers making the top 6 now that i think of it i think the miami heat uh, will not i think sixers and the celtics i don't know why i keep supporting the celtics they keep disappointing me year and year out but i kind of like the team i like the make of the team but okay then then mean, they should get uh, jelen brown then the sixers should get jelen brown oh then i won't like celtics anymore he's one of the reasons i like yeah. celtics <laughs> yeah. all right so that was the sixers uh, we'll come back and talk tomorrow just the three games tomorrow fun ones though kd takes on luka uh, the mavs take on the nets uh, and the lakers play celtics which should be a fun game after their uh, after the first leg where the celtics won pretty comfortably any picks for that one you think kd or luka will come up on top Luca uh, should, but it's going to be too much. I'd love to see Luca win, but I don't. He KD. likes these big games, doesn't he? Sure, but KD Harden versus uh, Dorian Finney-Smith and <laughs> whatever, whatever. I just it's tough. Luca will get you a bucket load in fantasy, and that's what I'll. Will we t- will we be talking about the Lakers tomorrow? I mean, if they sure, lose, we'll, we'll be talking, be talking about them either way. <laughs> we'll be talking about either. Hey, by the way, I just had a brain flash, a brain flash, uh-huh. brain wave. What am I even saying? The idea is so impressive that I fumbled my words. Um, you know what Daryl Murray should do in the off season? Mm-hmm. Uh, throw the kitchen sink at all these players that I mentioned who are locked, and none mm-hmm. of them are going to move anywhere. Mm-hmm. And then maybe figure out what it would take. I don't know Simmons plus. Or maybe they can even do it this season if if there is appetite. Um, take Simmons, bundle in. I don't know Maxi or these guys. Maybe throw in a pick or two. Fuck the process. Mm-hmm. uh send all this the other way and somehow try and land both of the cleveland cavaliers backcourt cavs have never really been that ambitious and arc they'll be more than mm-hmm. happy to 
Well, Sexton <laughs> is on expiring contract, so he will. He should be available. Yeah, great. So you, you, it's not a commitment. Also, it doesn't work. Gives move on because it's not like Sexton plus Garland will even then guarantee a chip. For for right. the 76ers, so expiring contracts are great in this scenario. You don't no, like actually he's on. out of a contract this season, and he's out for the whole season. So they'll have to offer him a new contract. Next yeah, season. so so all of these things that are strong about, like I said, like I mentioned earlier, also I don't think there's a mid-season trade that will happen. Uh, yeah. I said they can. It's worth a shot to try, but you're essentially liquidating the backward of a, of a team. Mm-hmm. It's not a real short-term decision. It's something that will be mulled over for a while. Blah blah blah. blah. Um, then they. Actually, that's interesting. Sexton is the one on the expiring contract, right? Yep. Um, so if he's a free agent, and I think mm-hmm. he'll be an unrestricted free agent, right? Uh, if that's the case, that's an interesting pickup. Mm-hmm. And then you need shooters. You need right. you need shooters. You can have role players, and maybe that's a spot. Maybe that's a okay. decent enough chief inning squad. I mean, if Hawks can go to the finals with that team, this team should be good for at least the finals. Yeah, they have a deep team. I mean, they just don't have that second yeah. star, but they have everything else uh, set up for them perfectly. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, all right. That's all on today's episode. I'll come back and talk to you tomorrow. We'll be talking about the Lakers, uh, regardless of the result. So we'll catch up. <laughs> See you. We'll catch up right. tomorrow. See you. Bye. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to check out our other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app, ivmpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on our social media. We're at IVM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to reach out to us, and you know you do, you know you want to reach out to us and tell us that our opinions on your favorite players are trash. You want to tell us Magic Johnson is still better than Steph Curry and you don't think Steph Curry has changed the game. For all that and more, reach out to us on both Instagram and Twitter. If you love cricket, listen up. The Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast is here for you. Hosted by DJ, Varun, and me, Ashwin, we bring a fun, fresh fan's point of view to talking all things cricket. Sometimes it's just the three of us, sometimes we have guests, including current and former international cricketers. For new episodes every week, check out the Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast on the IBM app, website, or wherever you get your podcasts. Working Monday to Friday glued to your chair making you feel dull? Worry not. Get your five-minute weekly dose of travel around the world with postcards from nowhere. Join me every Thursday as I explore the strange, obscure, and fascinating parts of the world and bring out facets of travel you may not have thought of before. You can find us on the IBM Podcast app, website, or wherever you get your podcast from.